Hey babes, Ashley here. I have a kind heart, a potty mouth. It's probably the rap music. And damn it, I miss my friends. But if I can't snuggle them in person, thanks COVID. I thought, why not build community here? So grab a drink, climb in bed, and let's hang out. Wait, is that weird? I'm on a mission to live my life unapologetically, which tends to look a little different every day. But one thing remains the same. It's a guilt-free zone. No shame here, sister. Each episode, we'll tackle real-life shenanigans, and you'll leave laughing, crying, or feeling as lit up as your crazy aunt at Christmas. Ready or not? Girl Talk. Hey, hey, welcome back to Guilt-Free Girl Talk. I'm your host, Ashley, and complete honesty, I have no idea where this is going today, so it could be fire, or it could be a train wreck. And we'll just have to wait and see. (laughs) Um, I asked on Instagram if people had topics that they really wanted me to cover. And I did get a few suggestions. And they're on my list. But I am in a funk. And part of me was like, just push through it. Nobody will know. And then I was like, hold up. Absolutely not. This is the whole reason I started this podcast. I'm here to be authentic and I am here to help or inspire those who are feeling exactly how I'm feeling right now. And if I had to give how I'm feeling a word, it would be burnout. Is that two words? Burn burnout? whatever um that's where I'm at and it was wild because in my accountability community there are four of us who take turns posting every week and today Eden posted about burnout as the daily check-in so I was hitting this wall starting earlier this weekend I started my cycle Mm, TMI if you don't like it leave because it's just who I am and I'm going to share. Um, if you listened to last week's episode about Shay and I meeting a lake love story, you understand that I am very much TMI. Anyways, so I started my cycle and that always comes with some like hormonal imbalance and depression, which sort of leads to anxiety. And it was just kind of one of those weekends. And then yesterday just peaked it peaked it was like the peak day of my cycle and also there was just a lot that happened that I was not expecting and at like one o'clock I was driving and having a panic attack well it wasn't a full-blown panic attack I shouldn't be dramatic it was definitely happening though it was oncoming I was driving and my heart was beating so fast I had like heart palpitations and I was struggling to like take deep breaths and sweating because I knew it was coming and it was gonna be worse and I was driving on the interstate and I was just like oh no it's happening I'm telling you this because first of all I just you know how I feel about being upfront, being honest, and being authentic, and everybody deserves to know that I struggle too, and you're not alone if you feel this way. It's so normal, which is heartbreaking. It should not be the norm in society to have anxiety and have depression and have overwhelm and be burnout, and it is. Unfortunately, that's just what this has become, and that's what Eden's Post was talking about, how we live in this society now where we are bragging about 
how overwhelmed we are, but that we're still doing it. Like, I only slept two hours, but I still got up to work out, or I only slept two hours, I still worked a 17-hour day, and like, great, there's like, there should be pride in still showing up, but it has to be realistic, and that is not sustainable. And honestly, sustainability should be your goal in every single aspect of your life. It doesn't matter if you are the best mom if you're only the best mom one out of seven days. It doesn't matter if you're the best spouse, if you're only the best spouse one week out of the month. It doesn't matter if you're a rock star at your job, if you have to quit your job in 18 months because you've burnt yourself to a pulp. It's not a win if it isn't sustainable. If it's only getting you so far and then you're worse off, that's not a win. That's like saying, I was the fastest for the first lap, but the slowest for the next three. Or I was the fastest for the first lap, but then I pulled a muscle and now I can't run anymore. Like, that's not a win. You don't cross the finish line as a winner. You just were fast too soon and then you burnt out and then you were injured. And we don't look at burnout as injury, but we should. An injury is an instance or trauma that causes harm or damage. Tell me that's not burnout. There are physical signs of burnout. Your body will physically respond to being burnt out. I'll tell you right now, headaches for me, oh my gosh, I can tell you when it's a stress, overwhelm, burnout headache because it's in the middle of my forehead, right between my eyes, and I seriously just want to close my eyes. They hurt so bad. I'm so overwhelmed, and I just need to like stop everything, stop all input. Unexplainable exhaustion, it's not unexplainable. We know why we're exhausted. We just aren't willing to do anything to stop it, and if you haven't listened to episode two of this podcast, you should because I have a whole podcast about making sure that we rest and take care of ourselves. Irritability, becoming physically ill, insomnia, anxiety causes physical reactions. Those are all signs of burnout. Those are injuries to our person. That is a physical ailment in response to not taking care of ourselves. So in the check-in today, Eden asked us to listen to a podcast episode by Brendan Bouchard, and I will put the information for it in the show notes. Um, It was really helpful. It's only 15 minutes, and it's just what he does throughout the day to kind of take a break and take care of ourselves. I have heard this before. I've heard him speak in other podcasts um, and knew about this method, but kind of had forgotten about it. And this just goes to show, this is what burnout is for me. This is how I know that I'm burnt out. When I don't care about doing the things that I know make me feel better, I'm burnt out. When I no longer want to work out, when I know that I shouldn't eat six donuts. I don't really ever eat six. That's been a long time, but let's say three donuts. But I'm like, whatever, I don't care. When I know I'm not hungry, but I still want to eat Lexi's entire box of macaroni and cheese. When I know that if I would just go work out and get some positive endorphins flowing and I would feel better, but I choose not to because I just don't want to put forth the energy. When I don't read or listen to personal development when I know that it is life-changing for me. And y'all, I should honestly probably do an entire episode about personal development, but let me say this. 
it is critical. It's not woo-woo. It's not crazy. You aren't broken if you listen to or read it. There is absolutely and should be absolutely no shame in learning about how to better yourself. Self-help should not be something that we roll our eyes at. First of all, it's 2021. If you're listening to this, my guess is you're probably a millennial. We don't do that. Okay, we don't not take care of ourselves because we care what other people think. We aren't doing that anymore. We take care of ourselves. We take the medication if we need it. We go to therapy if we need it. And damn it, we listen to self-help when we need it. And honestly, even when we don't think we need it, because we always can be improving. And I don't mean improving like change every aspect of your life, but learn about yourself. It's good for you. Learn that you are not the only person that feels that way. Learn that it's healthy to ask these questions. Learn that it's acceptable to go to therapy. Learn how to talk to your doctor if you need help. One of the best things that I ever read, this would probably be another great topic. (laughs) I should be writing these things down. Um, Was Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And in that book, she talks about needing to take medication for her anxiety and depression and how to prepare herself for doctor's appointments to have that conversation. Hello, brilliant. I had already talked to my doctor, but reading that, I was like, this is the best tip ever. I'm telling every friend that I know about this. So there's just no reason for us to get to this point except for we're trying to keep up with the world around us and I am guilty of that but the only way that we can change that being the expectation is to not let it be our expectation when we as a society as a generation decide that we will no longer work ourselves into the ground over taking care of ourselves, whether that be in a career, whether that be in our marriage, in our parenting, no matter what it is, a hobby, we have to decide that taking care of ourselves comes first. And until we do that, until we find a way to make our health mentally, emotionally, and physically a priority, and then demand that it be respected, it will not stop. We have to make that change. We have to make that decision. And I promise I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you. It has to be something that we all decide collectively. We are worth more than burning ourselves out constantly in every arena of our life. So for me, what did that look like? Yesterday in the car, I'm driving down the interstate and I asked myself... What always calms you down? And the first thing that I thought of was The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. And I don't know what it is about this book. I have read a lot of books about self-help and self-improvement. And this one is the only one that I've come back to. This is now my fourth time. So I listened to it on Audible and then I read it and then I listened to it again. And okay, so this is now my fourth time with this book. And it always brings me this sense of peace that I can't really explain, but I knew it would help. And it did help immediately. I started focusing on her voice, focusing on her words. I just started it completely from the beginning and listened to it the rest of my drive. And by the time I got 
to my destination. I was still shaking, but I could breathe. I wasn't sweating. I could function enough to do what I needed to do. And it was just finding something that would that I knew would help me. And it it probably isn't that for you. Maybe it is. If you haven't listened to the book, it's absolutely worth listening to um, or reading. But if I hadn't ever taken care of myself, I wouldn't know that. I would have listened to the radio or something, which when I'm overwhelmed, I like cannot handle more sensory input like that, so it would have made me feel worse. I could have called somebody, but not that you shouldn't reach out to somebody when you're having a hard time, but if I'm being honest, I would have probably called Shay, and then I would have expected him to make me feel better, and if he were busy, or if Lexi were in the background, which she would have been, or if he said the wrong thing, then it would have made it worse, and that's not fair. It's not fair for me to expect him to just be in a position to talk me off the ledge I have to learn how to do that for myself and so I turned to something that I knew would call me and I'm grateful that I have a background and have made it a priority to learn this about myself so tip number one take breaks like regularly take breaks close your eyes put your phone down walk into another room set a timer, whatever you have to do, meditate, do yoga for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, I don't care what it is, you have to decide if this is something that you also struggle with to take breaks. And this is something that I used to be pretty good at and I've gotten way off course with over the last year when life started changing with COVID and then we moved I just have not been since then which it's been like almost nine months and there's no excuse for this but I just haven't made it a priority and after yesterday I'm like something's got to give I have to make this a priority I have to take better care of myself so take breaks Brendan Bouchard calls them pit stops And what he does is close his eyes, first of all, because of visual fatigue. And then he moves his body and takes 10 deep breaths. Whatever that looks like for you, do it. Recharge so that you can keep going. Also, the key is to not wait until we're at this point of panic or complete burnout to do this. If we're doing this proactively, then we won't reach those points. Tip number two, learn about yourself take care of yourself in a way that you can find what does calm you down. Listen to or read books that improve your life so that when you're struggling, you know where to turn. And number three, and this this is a hard one for me to say. I'm going to be completely honest. Show up anyways. And when I say this, I know that probably sounds like super contradictory, but what I mean by that is take the time you need to take care of yourself. If you're exhausted because you aren't getting enough sleep, then take the damn nap or sleep longer, like adjust for that. But in a sense that is showing up for yourself. You are the only person who can show up for you. And you have to show up however that's going to mean for you. And I don't mean show up for your boss still. I don't mean show up for your kids still. I don't mean show up for your spouse still. What I mean is show up for you. You show up and make sure that you get enough rest. You show up for your workouts because you know it's going to make you feel better, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. You show up for that personal development because you know it's going to help you in times of crisis like I had yesterday. You show up when it comes to eating well because you know that if you have too much caffeine, it spirals you into orbit and you 
feel terrible and then it impacts your sleep. It's a vicious cycle, but you have to show up for yourself. That doesn't mean add something else to your to-do list. That means adjust your to-do list so that you are a priority. So yesterday, I had this anxiety situation. I finished out what I needed to do. I drove home and then I did nothing from about five o'clock until Lexi went to bed at eight o'clock and then I crawled into bed and I was asleep at like nine. I took care of me. The dishes needed done. My house is a mess. I could have spent better intentional time with my family. No. I had to do what my body and my brain needed from me in that moment and after an insane day and a breakdown, I was fatigued at a level that I could not show up properly. Could I have pushed through? Probably. But that wouldn't have served anyone because I would have been a bear. And also, it would have made it worse for me. Why? Even after taking that time, I still had a very challenging time going to sleep last night because I was so wound up that I couldn't relax enough to fall asleep. This is critical for us. If you're somebody that is struggling with burnout or complete fatigue or can't figure out why you can't seem to quote unquote get it together, it's probably because you're trying to do too much. And my guess is you're trying to do too much for everybody else and you're not doing anything for yourself. I had no idea where this was going, but here we are. And I hope that it's helpful. And if you take anything away from this, even if you knew all those things or even if it doesn't apply, I just want you to know you have to take care of yourself. There's always room to improve that. Thank you. I know you could choose anyone to listen to, and I appreciate that you chose me. If this podcast made you laugh, hit you in the feels, or inspired you to live your best life, please do me a favor and share it. Take a quick screenshot, share it on social, and tag me. I'd love to give you a heartfelt thank you and start building a bestie community in real life. Cannot wait for more Girl Talk. Chat soon.